So uh, we were looking at the concept of Zika in the previous week, in previous weeks, really. And the concept of Zika being that uh, Reuven dies, he has a surviving wife and a surviving brother. The, his marriage is then transferred, or his, his marriage does not end. As the Pasuk says, Eishes Hames Hachutza, that the wife of the deceased. So that means that even though he's dead, she's still his wife. So there, there is something that's maintained. That is then passed on to the surviving brother who, who inherits that. And that's a concept of Zika. And the Gemara therefore had a question. If, if she dies, is he now prohibited in uh, her sister, mother, daughter, etc.? Because this, was, this woman was already, this widow was already his wife through Zika. A question of whether he can annul her, 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 her vows. He can annul uh, the 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 uh, uh welcome Rafi. Oh, another question of is of whether or not um, uh, the Zika means that now this the, this um, uh, woman can eat teruma if her if the if her husband was a kohen. So various halachas we saw that pertain to. Yesh Zika, that to Zika, that Zika for sure to some degree means that the marriage is passed on enough to the surviving brother that he is now, uh, that, that they are now have a relationship enough that she can eat Teruma on his account, perhaps he can annul her vows, uh, perhaps they, uh, and that would be a level one, which we explained last week that everybody agrees to. And that level one is that there is some. A responsibility or some rishus domain relationship uh, 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 on the surface. Next level, which is a machlokas, is yesh zika, is zika strong enough to prohibit her relatives to him as well? In other words, is there also ishus? Is there also some sort of relationship that pertains to marriage there? And at the end of Daf Yudches, which is going to take us into Daf Yudches and our Gemara, the Gemara introduces to us, and the Mishnah really introduces us, uh, 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 Rabbi Shimon, and uh, the concept of Rabbi Shimon would, uh, of Rabbi Shaya in interpreting Rabbi Shimon, which is that Zika Keknusa. So let's go through the scenario of Rabbi Shimon and the Chachamim in the Mishnah, see what Rabbi Shaya says, see some of the Chidushim in there, and then we'll go into the Daf. So the Mishnah, the Halacha is, it says, Ki Yeshvu Shnei Yachtav. Yeshu Achim Yachtav is the introduction in the Pasuk to, uh, to Yibu. If two brothers sit together, meaning they are alive at the same time, and one of them is married and died, then this woman, the wife of the deceased, cannot go and marry someone else. She must first um, um, uh, have Yibu or Chalitza to be, to be free. So the Torah defines it as. Ruvain and Shimon are alive together. Ruvain is married to Rachel. Ruvain dies. Rachel is now uh, Yavama to, to uh, Shimon. However, the halacha is, it, 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 if the brother of the deceased that was not alive at the same time, Shalohaya Ba'olamo, 
was not together in his world at the same time is going to be it's going to be exempt and as we talked about earlier maybe even prohibited whether it starts with an exemption it starts a prohibition of uh, and in the end the prohibi- prohibition of of doing evil because if it's it really as we know Yibum is an erva it's his brother it's it's his brother's wife but since the brother died childless it's handed over but he wasn't there at the moment of the handoff at the time that the brother died there was no uh, 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 there was no handoff there was he wasn't alive so this uh, 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 to him this the, the brother's wife since he was never alive at that together with his brother is going to be exempt uh, from evil Rabbi Shimon says well this is going to the pen um, that uh, if um, if Reuven, sorry, sorry, in the Mishnah it says that if, however, the second uh, uh, brother, Shimon, married his, his sister-in-law, he married the widow, and then, then Levi is born, and then Shimon also dies childless, Levi may do Yibam, because at the time that he came into the world, the first marriage was already over. It was now Shimon's wife. And therefore, for him, it's going to be permissible. Rabbi Shimon says, regardless, it's going to be permissible. He's going to do Yibam either way. And Rabbi Shai explains, the reason for this is, even in the first case. And why? And the reason is because he explains Zika Kiknusa. Zika Keknusa is the end of Daf Yotches, the beginning of this Daf, and this tells us an enormous Chiddush. That when we say that Uvein dies, and his wife, uh, or childless, and his widow is, uh, survives him, and he has a surviving brother, that marriage is not only passed over in potential, not uh, um, uh, a betrothal, a narusa, it's kinesua. It's a complete transfer of the marriage. Zika kiknusa. It's as if they are already married. It's as if it's already his wife. So this is a tremendous chiddush, and there are many ramifications. I, I, I think uh, my Rebbe Rebelli Baruch Finkel in his sefer has fifteen differences in halacha that between this zika and that zika. Zika of of what we were talking about before, where there's a, 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 and essentially the word for Zika is, there is a designation. That designation to marriage is where this woman, who is the surviving wife of the, uh, of the deceased brother, Reuven, to, to Shimon is going to be a, 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 a designated woman, a wife, and therefore uh, there is some sort of halachic uh, 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 in, uh, relationship in marriage. Here, Zika Kiknusa says it actually is like marriage. And therefore, uh, he, Rabbi Shimon is going to say, regardless of whether Shimon already did, the second surviving brother already did Yibum or not, it's his wife either way. And so when Levi is born, Levi's not born uh, 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 with a Yavama that he's not allowed to marry. 
No, it's not a Yavama anymore. It's already his brother Shimon's wife. Um, also, if Shimon now dies, uh, the the uh, even though that Levi was never alive with Reuven, Shimon died prior to doing evil. It'll also be that his that this woman is was enough his wife that he now causes Levi to have to do evil. Um, additionally. Um, well, let's not go through all of them right now. We'll see if we have a chance to go through them uh, later. But I want to go into two points. One, a machlokas, a, a, a big machlokas in Zika Kiknusa between the Rashba and uh, uh, sorry, the Ramban and Rashba on one side and the Ritva on the other. Uh, and Rav Nachman uh, explanation of that. And also the distinction between Zika and Zika Kiknusa that Rav Nachman said. And it's a very deep idea. When uh, we have, we talked about Zika. Reuven dies. He, le- he has a wife that survives him. And he has a brother. So since he's childless, his marriage is not over. And it transfers over to Shimon. And now there are various halachas. Perhaps uh, she can continue to eat Taruma as if she's married to Shimon. It's uh, uh, um, uh, uh, various other halachas. The Rav Nachum says there's a distinction. In the Torah's wording is the wife of the deceased may not go out, meaning may not just marry anybody. Rather, Yavama Yavala, she has to marry uh, the Yavama, or if not, get Chalitza. But the Torah defines it as the deceased's wife. There's a designation, but it's his sister-in-law. Arachah said, this is his, uh, uh, it's not his wife, it's not the Yavam's wife yet. It's his sister-in-law. His sister-in-law is married to his deceased brother. That marriage is still alive, but the brother is deceased. So he's in place of his brother. Yibum, in this process of Zika, means if we were to call, right, we were going to say, whose wife is this woman? It's Eishes Hames. It's the deceased brother's wife. However, halachically, there is some relationship to the brother because the Torah has inherited that marriage from the deceased brother to to uh, uh, to the um, uh, uh, to the surviving brother to Shem. Zika Kaknusa says something else. Rabbi Shai and our Gemara, according to Rabbi Shimon, is trying to say not that the, she is the wife of the of the brother that had passed the widow of the deceased brother. That's over. Zika Knusa tells us she is now the wife of Shimon, the Yavam. And that's a distinction, a halachic distinction, and it has all these ramifications that we have here. There's, there's a, a, another thing. This is the machlokas between the, the Ritva and the Rambana Rashba. Um, the, the question is, the Gemara later says that we only say Zika Kiknusa if there's one surviving brother. 
and therefore it's absolutely connected. The deceased brother's marriage is, is automatically connected to the surviving brother because there's only one brother. However, if there are two brothers, that, that doesn't apply. That's the end of the Gemara. But the, the Gemara at the beginning thought that even if there were two surviving brothers, Zika Kiknusa, we have a problem. How's that even possible? You can't be married to two people at once. So what does it mean, Zika Kiknusa, when there are two Yavams? So the way the Ritva says is that it'll be retroactively defined who is the actual husband. Zika Kiknusa means one of the two Yavams that survive, one of the two surviving brothers of the deceased is now inheriting the marriage. How will I know which one it is? The one that actually completes it. But to him, it's going to be Zika Kiknusa, but we don't know which one. However, the, the, Ritva, the Rashba and the Ramban, they say no. It actually is Zika Kiknusa to each. Each one of the surviving brothers has an element of, of marriage to, 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 uh, uh, to this woman. And that's a fascinating idea, which wouldn't really apply anywhere. No, nowhere else in Hilchas Kiddushin would we have that a woman can have two husbands, essentially. And here in this Yibum state, until such time that one completes it, Zika Kiknusa, the designation is as if they are already married, defines each one of the surviving brothers as her husband. So Rav Nachum says, what's the, what's the understanding of the Ramban and Rashba and the understanding of the Ritva? He says, we have to understand, and this is something we talked about briefly last week in Zika, what does this designation mean? Is the concept of designation because the rights or the, or the potential each one of the surviving brothers have? There already is a certain relationship that each one of the brothers has. Reuven died. He has two surviving, surviving brothers, Shimon and Levi. His wife, his widow, now has an obligation of sorts, and the brothers, surviving brothers, have an obligation of sorts to each other. The, the Shimon has an obligation to Rachel, this, the widow, and Levi, the surviving brother, has an obligation to uh, uh, Rachel, the widow, to complete and, 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 and continue the life of the deceased brother. And that obligation and the, and the rights and the, to that marriage that is inherited to them that is the definition of Zika Kiknusa. There's a certain element of, of marriage, not only on the level of rights, which we talked about, and not only on the level of potential marriage, but marriage. And therefore on a Torah level, there is a relationship to each one of the surviving brothers independently. That's the way that we understand it for the Rashba and the Ritva, the Rambat. However, the Ritva says, no, it can only be the one. It's only that when there are two surviving brothers, whichever one will end up doing the Yibum, he's the one that's going to get the, the uh, retroactively have the Zika Kiknusa to him. So the explanation for that, Rav Nachum says, is based on a rush in a Dorit, where the rush says um, uh, there, there's a concept in, 
in Torah, we see several times the concept of made anything that is is stands ready to do something. It's as if it's done. Anything that is about to be collected is like it's collected. Uh, anything that is about to be gifted to the base of Mikdash is like it's gifted. I mean, there are certain things that their designation and their and and their preparedness and their uh, um, their their this is what it's meant for defines it as that end result already. So the Ritva is saying, when there are two brothers, it's only, even though that either one could do it, but it's only designated and defined and, oh, to one of them. So Zika Kaknusa means when one brother completes the marriage, that will become retroactively defined as his. Because it's only omade to one. It's only designated and ready for one of them to make such a zika, such a marriage. Um, then the question then becomes if one of these surviving brothers passes away, whether he loses that right, whether that zika is there, and, and whether he can then pass on that zika to Levi, to the, thir- to the brother that was not alive beforehand, but is alive now. So that, that's the background to Zika, the two levels of Zika that we saw in the Gemara before, and this new level of Zika that we see in the Gemara here, Zika Kiknusa. That Zika is like an actual marriage. And this takes us to the Gemara in, in Dafit Chesed, Ahmed Beis at the bottom. The question is, the Tanan we learned, this is about five lines from the bottom of Yudchesam and Beis. Three brothers, Reuven, Shem, and Levi, are married to three women not related to each other. These three women are going to be, so Reuven, Shem, and Levi are married to three women, Rachel, Tamar, and uh, uh, Devorah. Unrelated, they're not in the same family. So. Uh, they're sisters-in-law, but they're not related to each other uh, beforehand. Now, one of the three brothers dies. So Reuven dies. His widow uh, uh, has one of two surviving brothers that, would, that, that could do Yibam. Shimon, the second brother, does not do Yibam, but he does Maimer, which is a rabbinic Kiddushin done with this particular uh, uh, woman, with the deceased wife, Omeis, and then he dies. Okay, so Reuven died. He had a surviving wife. Reuven died. Shimon steps in and does Kiddushin, which is called Maimer, but never completed the marriage, never completed the Yibum, just did Maimer, the Kiddushin. Then he died. So now this woman never completed the Yibum from Reuven, the first brother, and it now has another Yibum because she already has some connection with Shimon. And when Shimon died, Levi now has this woman to do Yibum to, but on account of two brothers that died. She is the wife of Reuven, as well as the wife of Shimon on some level. Right? 
She was the wife of Reuven, and Reuven died. Then Shimon didn't completely marry her, but did, did Mimer, did Kiddushin. So she is now also Shimon's wife, but never left Reuven's, uh, uh, um, being Reuven's wife because no one ever completed the Ibum yet. So she's at once Shimon's wife and Reuven's wife. And then Shimon dies, so Levi has to do even to this woman on account of two houses, to establish Reuven's house and to establish Shimon's household. That doesn't work because the Torah says, uh, establish your brother, your brother, singular household, and not two. It says, one of them died. He has to have one Zika, one designation, and this is a designation from two separate brothers. However, Rabbi Shimon says, No, Levi can choose and he can do Yibam to the wife of Shimon, to the wife of Reuven, no problem. He can do whichever one he wants because even the wife of Reuven is not going to be um, a, a double uh, a dip. And now he will do chalitza to the second. And here the Gemara gets complicated. The Gemara says, we had Reuven's widow, we have Shimon's widow. Reuven's widow has a second designation as well as Shimon's widow. Shimon has her own, had his own wife and Shimon died. Reuven, according to Rabbi Shimon, Levi, the surviving brother, can do Yibum to either one of the two women, to, to Reuven's widow, to Shimon's widow. And even though that for a moment they were somehow in the same marriage, doesn't make a difference. Um, now, why can't he do Yibum to either one, to both of them? He can marry Reuven's wife and establish Reuven's household, and he can marry Shimon's wife and establish Shimon's household. He should be able to do both, because both of his brothers died, each one of them designating uh, their wife to Yibum. No, Dilma Yesh Zika. Perhaps there is Zika. Now it's going to be two Yavamas coming from one household. What does that mean? Reuven died. Okay, Reuven died. Rachel is now uh, 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 the widow and, and needs Yibum. Shimon and Levi are two brothers. And since Yibum can go to either one of them, both of them are going to have Zika. And if they both have Zika, that means that she is now like married to Shimon, and it's like she's married to Levi. And when Shimon dies, Shimon has his own wife. Additionally, he has uh, Reuven's wife, which, he, which is already his by Zika. Now, when Shimon died, he is, he is uh, um, uh, 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 Maurice, he's, he's, he's he, he, he causing inheritance of his marriages to two women, to Levi. Now, if he was going to do Yibum to both of these women, he's establishing, he, he's doing to, uh, a Yibum to two women from one marriage. And you only establish one household, not two. And she, he's going to be establishing two households, marrying two of Shimon's wives. Um, now, well, then, if that's the case, the Gemara says, 
if you see that both uh, Reuven's wife and Shimon's wife are both considered Shimon's wife, so then let him do Yibam to one and exempt the other. Because that's the rule. If someone has two wives, if Reuven, just in a simple case, Reuven had two wives and he died and Shimon survived, you only do Yibam to one of them. And that exempts the other. So to hear, if you're explaining that Reuven's wife, the, the widow of Reuven, once she's designated to Shimon, becomes Shimon's wife, so now Shimon had two wives. So when, when, when Shimon died, Levi just does Yibum to one and exempts the other. says, no, Dilma ain't Zika. Perhaps Zika is not strong enough for this level of uh, of uh, of relationship, ain zika kekenusa. Maybe zika does not mean that Reuven's wife is as if she's Shimon's wife as well. Maybe not. Right. And therefore, there are two brothers that died. These are two wives of two separate brothers, and he has to do a, 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 a yibum to each. Alma. So now the Gemara says mesapkeled. So we see that Rabbi Shimon is in doubt of whether Zika is or not. So how can you, Rabbi Yoshaya, say that Zika is Kiknusa? It's absolutely like the, 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 the wife of the deceased brother is married completely to the surviving brothers. Uh, it, it can't be. We see over here that's a matter of doubt. And if you're going to tell me, well, maybe he really is going to do Yibum to one and exempt the other because Reuven's wife is now really Shimon's wife. And by doing Yibum to one, it would exempt the other. However, people know her as the widow of Reuven, so therefore the Chachamim enacted a Darabanan of, of, of Yibum, of, sorry, of Chalitza. Because maybe people are going to say, oh, uh, if two brothers die and Reuven uh, uh, and, and the surviving brother, Levi, does Yibum to Reuven's wife, it exempts Shimon's wife, and that's not true. Now, so, so this is the scenario where the Gemara still thinks that two separate brothers, um, uh, uh, even if there are two Yavam brothers alive, also we would say Zika Kiknusa. And on that the Gemara says, that is going to come in now and say, say, no, that Rabbi Shimon only says this if there's one surviving brother. Then we say the concept of Zika Kiknusa, that a surviving brother uh, uh, inherits completely, and it's a complete marriage, only in the concept, only if there's one surviving brother. And that's the case of our Mishnah. The case of our Mishnah was Reuven died, and Shimon was alive. And, and uh, after Shimon, after Ruvain dies, Levi was born. Do we say Levi is born and, and at a time that Ruvain's wife needs Yibum? She is, she is a Shemeres Yavam. She needs Yibum. And therefore, he's not allowed to do that because he wasn't together with Ruvain on earth at once. And therefore, she is exempt from him and therefore forever prohibited to him as Ruvain's wife. Or do we say no? Since Zika Kiknusa, so as soon as Reuven dies, since there's only one brother surviving Reuven, Shimon, it automatically becomes a completely 
betrothed and married wife of Shimon. So now when Levi's born, he never met uh, uh, Reuven's wife. He only met Shimon's wife. And therefore, when Shimon dies, he can do Yibam according to Rabbi Shimon. That's the meaning of, of, uh, uh, of this Gemara and the conclusion of the Gemara over here that it only works, Ezekiel Kikinus is only by one. Rabbi Yassi, yeah? Max. Yeah. This is a very uh, complicated thing, so I'm just going to quickly re- review it, and then I'm going to have to cut it short. It's uh, Erwin Kipper. I still have a lot to do, so I apologize. Um, so just to, to review, we have a concept of Zika, which means Reuven dies. He has a wife. The widow now needs Yibum because he died childless. She needs Yibum. Zika says some level of his marriage is transferred to, to the surviving brother. Some level is uh, transferred to the surviving brother. That's the basic level of Zika everybody agrees to. There's a, a, a machlokas last week. Does that count as a marriage, form of marriage? And therefore, we would question of whether or not if she, the widow now dies, is Shimon who was somewhat married to this woman prohibited in her sister, because you're not allowed to marry the sister of, of, of your wife. Well, after she dies, but her daughter, her mother, is he prohibited in her immediate relatives because you're not allowed to marry your wife's daughter. And this woman who was really Reuven's wife, but uh, it was Reuven's wife and then transferred to him enough that there's a marriage relationship and would prohibit the relatives. That's Yesh Zika of last week. This week we have a level of Yesh Zika Kiknusa. That means Reuven dies, and the Torah says that only a brother that was alive at the same time that Reuven was alive can inherit that marriage and has an obligation of Yibum. But Levi, who's born later, does not have that obligation. Um, the next step of this is, and since he doesn't have an obligation, when he's born, he meets a, a, a sister-in-law waiting for him to do Yibum, but he's not allowed to, can't do Yibum, and therefore she is his brother's wife that's prohibited to him. He's, it's Reuven's wife that's prohibited, and therefore forever prohibited. And even if Shimon, who is allowed to, and, and is obligated to do Yibum, does Yibum, and then Shimon dies, he cannot do Yibum on, Levi cannot do Yibum on, the, uh, on Shimon's wife because, it's, because it was once Reuven's wife and, and is prohibited to him as Reuven's wife, which he was not alive with together. However, if Shimon was, uh, did Yibum prior to, to uh, Levi being born. So when Levi comes to the world, this woman is already Shimon's wife and no longer Reuven's wife. So if Shimon dies, he can do Yibum. That's the concept in the Mishnah. And then Rabbi Shaya says, and therefore Rabbi Shimon is going to hold, that even if, Reuven, if Levi was born just after Reuven died, before Shimon could do anything, 
but automatically it's transferred to Shimon because he was the only surviving brother. And since he was the only surviving brother, that marriage is Kiknusa. It's as if it's completed. And therefore he never met Levi, the, the newborn, never was un, uh, never met Reuven's wife because as soon as Reuven died, Zika made it that his surviving, uh, his widow goes to his surviving brother as a full marriage. Zika, Kiknusa. Zika, this concept of the the preparedness and the designation to the brother, Kiknusa, as if it's a complete marriage brought into the home, it's done. And therefore Levi will be able to do Yibum be, uh, 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 to uh, Shimon's wife, if Shimon dies childless to this woman, and can do Yibum because after all, it is, um, he never met Reuven's wife because it automatically went over. Gemara then asks, so in what case is there uh, uh, the prohibition of the Torah of, uh, of a, 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 a brother that was not alive at the same time. So that's the, that's the end of, of uh, the daf over there. The Gemara goes through all that. It, there's more uh, cases in the Gemara which are difficult. I think the, the principal concept here is the principal concept of Zika and Zika Kiknusa and the understanding of either in the Rashba or the Ritva is that it's completely a, a, a commitment to either of the brothers, to both each of the brothers, and therefore each one of them counts as the husband of this widow, or like the Ritva, that only one of them could, but it's, it's retroactive because he defines it not that there's some sort of relationship right, but it's whatever is designated and meant to happen, it's as if it already happened. And since there's only one surviving brother, we know for sure it's meant to happen, and therefore, there's, there, it's as if they're already dead. Ashakach, I'm going to stop here. Wishing you a Gemach HaSimitova, uh, thank you for joining the Shiurim. And uh, we have a lot of Sfusim of Torah walking you through Yom Kippur, purifying us and giving us Chasima uh, of a great sweet